so wait we gotta be like we need like an intro i've been listening to a lot of podcasts they have intros and like i don't know i don't know but you know hey darlings honeybees sugar cakes lemon drops (laughs) i'm delilah i'm lee and this is fake philosophers wow i'm gonna puke where basically if you're new to us which you probably aren't because we only have one listener shout out boo (sighs) one of us will propose a topic a philosophical topic maybe maybe it's just a fun fact i don't know um and then the other one will be forced to talk about it yep so I think I want to start this one by just something having nothing to do with philosophy that I learned that's just terrible. But anyways, so you know like the German fairy tales, like Hansel and Gretel and the Little Red Riding Hood and stuff like that? Yeah. And then I want to see your reaction to this, if this like makes sense. Well, fun fact, they're actually French. That Germans just like ripped off all the French fairy tales. But they didn't rip off French fairy tales. They ripped off the bourgeoisie's porn stories and made them into children's fairy tales. Wait, isn't it brothers? It's like two brothers? What do you mean, isn't it two brothers? Something grim. That's why it's called... Oh, oh, they like wrote a bunch of them together, but... Oh, but they they compiled them all. Yeah, and they wrote them. No, they didn't write them. They compiled them. What? Okay, first... Yeah home run of the statement like that's not like the like the point i don't know whatever but that's the most shocking yeah like the fact that the fact that they were they were it was porn stories for the bourgeoisie that's wacky like and and basically every time they talked about someone getting eaten it was actually someone getting raped really yeah like the grandmother in the house like lures in the kids and then eats them aka rapes them oh my gosh whack or, like, in The Big Bad Wolf, it wasn't a wolf. It was actually just a big man who then raped Little Red Riding Hood. And then when the Axeman axe came in to save Little Red Riding Hood from getting eaten, he was actually really just raping the wolf. Wow. But just so you know, The Big Bad Wolf is from Three Little Pigs. Well, okay, well, the, the Big Bad Wolf and Little Red Riding Hood. That's just the wolf. There's no big bat. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I wanted to call it big and bat. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> no, but that's actually really interesting. I had no idea about that. Wait, right? It's really screwed up. What was the source? The credible source? Um, the credible source? The German fairy tales class my brother took last semester in college. Oh, oh so it's like actually credible. It wasn't on like TMZ. Or yeah. No, 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 no. This is like legit. Wow, that's wacky. Yeah. Okay, so that was just like a starter off. It had absolutely nothing to do with what our philosophical topic of the day is, but I thought it was fun. Yeah, a teaser. You know, if you think like child rape is fun. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't have like a like a sensitive topics warning in the beginning. <laughs> oh my gosh, trigger warning. <laughs> I hate trigger warnings. Well, obviously you do because you don't have anything to be triggered by. But people with real triggers. Yeah, you're right. I guess I'm I'm not being very progressive right now, am I? Epilepsy trigger warning or like cutting trigger warning because there's like a blade. 
for some people that could be really re- real yeah that's true but I don't really feel like talking about mental health sorry to be a dick <laughs> <laughs> okay well you could see the two differences in our personalities <laughs> but well I don't want to be like a downer in our podcast it's supposed to be funny and kind of informative I I didn't think I was being a downer I thought I was being informative <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> do you hear that voice crack <laughs> yeah that's funny okay sorry so the topic for today is utilitarianism do you do you know what that is don't treat me like a fool no, I'm just kidding what is it no I'm just kidding I know what it is but like what do you in this context what is it okay so basically kind of like so the theoretical idea of utilitarianism because it's often used in politics but the, the philosophical idea whatever is basically that society is at its best when people are at its happiest at their happiest so it kind of goes along with like hedonism but like it doesn't have a negative connotation really so it's just like if you let people be happy society will be its best Hmm. and wait first of all i'm curious do you believe in that yeah I, i believe that that makes sense to me so then the other part of it theoretically for society to be at its best the most amount of people are the most happy but that doesn't mean that everyone's going to be happy because like not everyone agrees with everything you know so it also goes along with the like the star wars idea (laughs) um where you like sacrifice one to save the many oh i totally believe in that that's not just yeah that's in everything no no i know like okay like let's say there was a bomb right you have to Mm -hmm. defuse the bomb would you rather throw the bomb far away at a like in a, a house, but a family of five in the house? But if it explodes in the field where there's a hundred people, so it's either you kill an innocent family of five with children, like three three kids, two parents, or everyone at like the festival or wherever you are, the hundred people that are there, the families that they have to die. Who would you choose to die? Oh well, that's a simple experiment because obviously. That, that's just, yeah, obviously you want to save as many, many people as possible, but that doesn't really involve yourself because you kill a five family, family of either. Yeah, of course, because you have to either throw it one way or the other. No, I would leave it there. Cause because well, are you leaving it there or are you throwing it there? No, it's either you're leaving it, you're in the field, oh. 100 people, it's either you leave it in the field <coughs> and all 100 of you die, or you save yourself and chuck it at the fam- the house that's a far away. Whoa, 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 whoa. Putting yourself in the equation is too much. Are you, is it because you're saving yourself or because you're saving all 100 people? Well, it's a mix. It's like, first of all, you could save yourself and 100 people, but you would kill them. Or, but that, oh, but that you got to take yourself out of the equation. So I had a, a okay, so a similar thought experiment, uh, which is like a very widely accepted one regarding utilitarianism, <laughs> is the, the trolley thought. Or the trolley experiment, where basically you're sitting at a train station. It's kind. Of, it's very similar to yours. And on one side of the tracks, there is um, five people tied to the tracks, and the train is heading straight for them. On the other tracks, there is one person tied down, but the train's not going towards them. So you have the choice to do nothing, and the five people die, or you can consciously yourself pull the trigger. Or pull the you know thing, and the train will shift and only kill the one person. But you oh, yeah, have I've to do it. For a bunch of times. 
You yeah. Have- so, so, so yeah, what are you doing? Situations like that. This is this would be my like theoretical answer is that I would just leave it low key. Yeah. So so you're not like it. So you don't believe in that idea of like save the many. You prefer to just not put that weight on yourself. I yeah. I mean to be quite honest, in the ideal, if I had to pick, I would obviously pick the one person. But ideally, like in a total, and if I was a different person, or like I don't know, if I could, if I could make the decision just fast, I would probably just leave it because i'd rather not interfere at all and let nature take its course like yeah that's that's my point of view is like it's not that's like up to me that's like when they say that the death penalty is wrong because we cannot act as god like whether or not you believe in god you know that my stance is questionable but you you can't (coughs) act as god or you can't act as the divine like you don't get to control life yeah, exactly. someone else's life i wouldn't feel right saving five people if it meant i killed someone i'd rather just the five people die but it was it's not up to me i don't get to choose who lives or dies i mean well in that situation you do get to choose who lives or dies yeah, but i shouldn't be able to yeah i don't because it's either. not you're not that much greater you don't have that power you shouldn't have that power it shouldn't be in the power well i guess if you believe that then you must not believe in the death penalty yeah, I don't believe in the death penalty. I think... Oh, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. Well, and so it's, it's like, death penalty is it's really complicated. Like, ethically, no, I don't believe in it. But for the sake of how the prison system works in the U.S.? Well, I also I don't, don't know. support that. I definitely don't support the prison system. Well, no. No. But we're saying we don't have any control over that, you know? Um... So anyway, back to the trolley. My thought on that is either way, you're deciding those people's fate. Like, even if you don't do something, you know, there's kind of, there's that saying, you know, that you, you know, that kind of applies there in that, like, if you don't save those five people, you no, know, it's true, you weren't interfering, but you were also consciously choosing not to interfere. You were still making an act. Yeah, that's true. I still think I wouldn't do anything because at least then I would have, I would be able to know that, like, that I didn't change it. If, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I feel I, that I you didn't alter nature's course. I didn't just like, I just didn't interfere. Wait. Okay. So what if the reason the train was going that way is because someone plotted to kill those five people. So it wasn't nature running its course. This was a, okay. This is an attempted it? murder. What about in terms of, the law and what society deems right so let's say that that happens and there's five people about to get killed and i see it on the sidelines pull the trigger the other person survived i mean the five people survived but i killed someone and first of all am i gonna get in trouble by the police if you did nothing you killed if you did nothing and you had the possibility to save five lives and you chose not to do something indirectly you killed those five people No, no but i'm saying in terms of the law they wouldn't prosecute me for doing nothing. They wouldn't make me a... No, I think they would. No, they wouldn't. If you see a house on fire, just because you don't run in there to save people from... Well, no. you shouldn't be. You shouldn't run in there because you're not a fireman. It's more like exactly. if you know... No, it's more like if you know that someone committed a crime, and but you don't do anything about it, you can be tagged as an accomplice because of knowledge. No, but the thing is, is that you don't have the knowledge beforehand. 
you don't have the knowledge that this is going to happen. You see it no, happening. No, you do have it, but you see it happening. And you some people don't have fast reflexes. So they could have seen it happen, and it could have been done. Well, no, it's like you're, reality. like, the train operator. Like, this is your job. This is your job. You keep changing it. See, this is the problem. Well, no, it's. I'm just making it more specific. Like you, you were by the handle. The reason you were by the handle is because it's your job. Okay, fine. Then if that's the case, I would save the one person. But... I mean, save the five people and kill the one person. But now, I get in trouble for killing the one person. No, it, it, it doesn't, the law of the land does not matter. This is strict like morals, philosophy of human. What is human's idea of what's best for us? Is it best to just not get involved and let nature run its course? Or is it best to do what's best for the many? Sacrifice the one to save the many. I think that if it's the person... To- choice to be sacrificed that's different like if there was an apocalypse and there was like a tribe of 100 people and they had to eat someone and they sacrificed themselves or something like that that well but this okay. is this is more what goes but you don't get into... to take away someone's life like that no matter what you don't get to choose that they're the sacrifice like okay fair let's enough. say but by not by not let's by say not like getting rid of those five people no but think about it like this let's say there's we're us two we're sitting on a desert island there's 10 people there no, there's less than ten. There's seven people there. Or no, no, no. There's eight people. Try, stop moving your like phone so much or talking into it so loud because it's getting feedback. There's eight people like on a boat, okay? And we're in the mm-hmm. ocean. It's been 10 days. We're starving. One of the people is sick, okay? They're sick. They have a cold. And they're not going to make it anyway because we've been stranded out here for 10 days. We're all starving. Would you choose if it saved the other seven people well, the other six people, would you choose to kill the sick one to eat? Well, well, so if they were going to die, of course you you kill them or wait for them to die. But what? But there's the possibility that they might live, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they just they're sick. They're not. I actually read a book. So, so the choice is the choice is help them get back to health and risk the lives of ev- all the other nine people yeah, or kill them and ensure the lives of the other nine people exactly and the sickness could spread first of all so that's the first reason you want to kill them and you need food that's the second reason even though that's disgusting but but i mean you're you're good trying to live so well, so in that so food. what would you uh what would are you asking me what i would do yeah and um, let me tell you what i would do First of all, I wouldn't kill the person because it's not up to me to decide. It's the same with the railroad tracks. It's not up to me to decide if that one person should be the sacrifice. If- so you prefer the in you think the inaction doesn't like yeah ensures that you're not responsible like you because yeah. it's it was in, inaction equates it was to like not responsibility. I don't know how to speak anymore. It was gonna. Happen- anyway, if, if the train kept going, whether or not I didn't do anything, it was on that track. Those that's true but you were there you had the option to but do those, something think about like if there wasn't a person on the other tracks of course you would change it no but think so about you it. decide to sacrifice many lives so you're not responsible that, oh, that sounds selfish in my opinion no there's it's not a sacrifice of many lives the five people were already on the track that was going straight the one person was on a separate track it's not fair to the one person to change the route of the train those five people, in my opinion, were destined to die. And there was nothing... But you're there. You were abridging their destiny. So wait, so do you believe in destiny then? Uh, to some extent, yes. If those people were on the track that the train naturally goes on, they were destined to die. I'm not going to suddenly take away... Well, maybe 
it, it's not that it, it diverges there. So it's it's not that that's a continuation of the track. That's like the left split and the other one's the right split. And it has happens to be turned to the left. So maybe their destiny was for you to be there to save their lives. How can you be the one to determine that? And choose not to save their lives. Like you're, I think you're equally as accountable for not pulling the lever as you are for pulling the lever. Hmm. And therefore, and so you, you would, would have five. You would have five lives on your hand instead of one. Well, this would never happen, first of all. But it, no, that's but, why it's called a thought it's, experiment. It's like the cannibal one, though. I would never eat. Someone. It's exactly like the cannibal one. Like, if I was stranded on a raft boat, I would never eat somebody. So you would... Well, if they died, you'd totally eat them. No, I wouldn't. If you, had, if, if you could stomach it. I'm a vegetarian. Yeah, you're a vegetarian. That's great. When when you're trying to live, human instincts take over. I'm, yeah, my instincts might take over. and I, So I'll eat, like, fish or something like that or meat. But I'm not going to eat a human. That's just gross. You seriously wouldn't eat it? So you would prefer to die I'm, over eat a human? 100%. Wow. No question about it. There's many things I'd prefer to die to. Like, some people are like, oh, like, like. What's so wrong with eating a human, though? Like, how does it delineate from other meat? Are you really going to say that on the internet? Yeah. Like, okay, tell me, would you eat a monkey? No, I wouldn't, because I'm a vegetarian. Okay, ignoring the fact that you're a vegetarian. I can't ignore that. It's a part of me. Okay, when you weren't a vegetarian, would you have eaten monkey? No, because I was always an animal lover. Okay, okay, but you ate beef, right? You ate cows. Would you eat and pigs would and you- chickens? Or if it was part, if it was part of the culture I was in, yeah, I'd eat a dog. No, okay, think about it like it's this. not right now. We're in quarantine. Let's say it turns apocalyptic, and it's you and your family. Of course, I would eat a dog. You would eat your cats and your dogs and your animals. If it that was the only thing that could keep me alive, yeah, I would. Of course, I would not. Of course I would. I mean, why wouldn't you, though? Like, what's the reason? What's holding you back death, from surviving? Death scares me a lot. I don't want to die. I don't want to die young. I don't want to die anytime soon. But I think because I'm a, I'm a Christian, like, that's just, the, like, who I am. Like, because of that, I'm not that scared. Like, I'm, I'd, I'm scared to die, but I would rather do, I would rather not do something terrible. Because in the end, I know. What makes it terrible, though? Like, See, if your pets died. If I'm about to die, I don't want to eat another a human. I don't. First of all, I don't like meat. I don't like. I don't want to eat meat. Okay, what well, you have oh, to for this to be universal, you gotta ignore the fact that you don't like meat. Because okay. I'm I'm vegetarian too. So like yeah, we're just... both vegetarians, and just so you know. But even so, I just wouldn't do. Mine's that. not because of my love for animals. In I really that, don't care. It's just... That time, I see, and I think about this a lot. This is completely sidetracked, but think about it's kind of relating. If you were to get kidnapped, okay. Mm-hmm. Like a serial killer who kidnaps you for like a year and tortures you and rapes you and then kills you after like a year. At that point, yeah. trigger warning. <laughs> trigger warning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've heard, you've heard about this guy on the news. So you know what he does to his victims. You know how long he keeps them for. Would you rather endure a year of suffering and know that in the end you're going to die? Or would you rather, or would you rather, and you could, you could potentially escape. Or would you rather just kill yourself? Because to me, I, if it was me and I was in that situation, I would just kill myself. Okay, well, I guess maybe it's the fact that I'm, I'm not religious and I don't really firmly believe in anything after death necessarily. I have no idea because I don't know how it's my place to have an idea. Just probably based on that, of course I would endure the year. Just for the chance that you could escape? I wouldn't. It, yeah. 
be tortured for a year if for the slight. I I think I'm, I I don't know. I'm like really mentally resilient. Like I I'm very good at compartmentalizing and like. See, like I'm not really so physical dissociation and stuff like that. And like another thing. Like, I don't know. Like the Titanic. If you're on the Titanic, what would you do? Would you be the ones that put their kids to bed and just go to sleep, and just die in your sleep, or would you just jump off or shoot yourself like some of the people in the Titanic, or would you go on the door and persevere, on the off chance that you'll survive? There's no guarantee that you'll survive, but you're gonna. Yeah, I well, cause I I don't know. You know, I honestly I would try and survive because I can't imagine that the death going down with it would be any worse than the death of going to sleep and drowning because you don't go to sleep and then just stay asleep no i know at some point you'll realize it's in your lungs and panic and have no idea what's going on you know yeah i know i know i know and shooting yourself i could never just have the strength to pull the trigger on myself see i'm not i'm not saying i don't value my life and i would throw my life away and i'm not saying i'm not a fighter if i had a like a tumor Okay, see, this is another thing that I think about. If I had a tumor and there was an operation to get it removed, I would get it removed, even if there was a possibility that I could die in surgery. But on the other hand, if I had an inoperable tumor and they said we can do chemo to shrink it, I would say no to chemo. If it was a hundred percent, I don't think I would ever do chemotherapy. Knock on wood, because I really don't want to get cancer for saying that. But I mean, I mean, probably force me, but I don't think I would. I'm not that. I'm. I if at that point, if it was inoperable. And the only chance was to give me a few more months with chemo. I would say, nope, I'll live my last month. Now, why is that? Because for me, it's not that, like, I'm not confident about what's beyond. It's more that I just don't think I've finished my existence as a human. I don't think so either. But I'd I'd rather live one month of my life happy and traveling and in not a lot of pain than get five months extra in life. But I'm in pain and I'm bald and I'm not living my best life. Because I'm just in hospital over and over again, and I'm okay. Well, yeah, healing. I see. I see that if there's no end to it, you know, like if if I was really old and I was just getting older and getting sicker and stuff, I'd be like, just end it. But if there's a possibility that I could get better and then live my normal life or close to it, I would work for that with the possibility. Like there's hope. It does depend on the on what the circumstances are, for sure. Because yeah, it depends. If it's in, but I'm saying that's like an inoperable tumor. At that point, if it's inoperable, first thing I'm going to say to myself is it's obviously inoperable for a reason. So there's obviously a reason why they can't get it out of my head because it's meant to be there. And second of all, I don't want to pump any man-made drugs into my that's going to make me sick, make my hair fall. Like that's not supposed to go in your body because if it's if it's bad enough to make your hair fall out and to make you feel ill and sick, that's that's to me worse. Because at least with the tumor, that somebody put that there. Some somehow that got there. But I don't want to put drugs into myself on the off chance. Like to me, it's too unnatural. Well, I don't know. I guess you're very into natural things and the idea that like everything was planned. Like something put that there instead of it just Wait. maybe that's what happened. You know. And so I feel like you're I'm a lot listening. more like you're a lot more like it's meant to be. Yeah, but then you are that this this is what's happening right now. I don't want them to think I'm like I'm like snobby like Catholic girl. Like I'm not like homophobic or anything like that. Just <laughs> and I'm not pro life. No, ew. So just so you know, I'm not like that Christian. I'm a very woke. 
Christian girl. <laughs> and I'm not like super Christian, but I do believe Wait, in God. We we gotta make sure that we're sharing. Well, I know it's fun for them to have surprises. No, but I'm just pointing that out because I don't want to sound like that girl. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. You're also somewhat playing devil's advocate to my like extremism. Yeah, no, I know, I know. I feel like yeah, I feel like we're both taking the extremes right now. And obviously, yeah. these are just situations that are never going to happen. Well, Hopefully. that's the point of thought experiments and basically all of theoretics. That's not a word, but philosophy. Just thinking. Like, it, it, it used to just be a bunch of, like, rich, prissy, young, white boys who, like, did nothing but smoke cigars and think. Yeah. Wow, that's true. Yeah, and now it's just like two 20-something-year-old girls laying in their parents' house because they were quarantined out of college. Yes. I wonder if you can hear <laughs> screaming at each other in the background. I cannot. That's a relief. I'm just kidding. I don't care. Um. Anyway, it's been like 30 minutes. It's been 26 minutes and 31 seconds. Okay, well, so should we end it then? Are well, you done we... talking about this? I don't know if I have anything else. Uh, yeah, I do. I do have another thought experiment. Okay, tell me the other thought experiment, and then we'll end it at that. Okay. Okay, so this one is also... These are very commonly accepted ones, you know, because um, somehow we're still on the topic of utilitarianism, kind of. I don't really know what's happening. But this one is along those lines as well. Okay. So you are a sheriff or a judge or whatever. You're a big shot in like a town in the old west. Okay. The wild, wild west, you know. Um, and there's a serial killer on the loose. There's a murderer. And there's the, the, the they can't figure out who did it, right? And the town starts to kind of go crazy and riot. And they say, and they are like, you know, if you don't get someone in jail soon, like, like we're going to start taking it to the streets. And like, they're going to start killing and stuff. And lots of people are going to die. So, but then the murders stop. Okay. But they are still saying this. Okay. So like the serial killer seems to have disappeared out of town, but they want someone in jail. The town does. Or they're killing. They're going on their own killing spree. Trying to find out who it is. So you have the town drunk who's in like the drunkard cell, you know. Right right now. He conveniently just got put in there. They have no proof that it was him who's killing anyone. But he has no friends, no family. Like nothing to live for. He's a waste of space on the earth. You know, takes up oxygen. So you, you could put him in jail and say that you found him. Like you found the killer and prevent the town from going crazy and possibly killing many other people or you could just allow that to happen in your town while you maybe probably never find the killer i would uh, allow it to happen why because i don't why would i ruin someone's life no matter how worthless it is i'm not gonna frame someone who's guilty because first of all i think bad doing bad things have a consequence a consequence no matter how good or no matter if they're for the greater good you can't to me you can't it's like the death penalty you can't kill someone and say it's for the greater good to me what about hitler because that's horrible 
No, I wouldn't. If I had the opportunity to kill, like, baby Hitler, I wouldn't. Because Well, uh, no, I wouldn't kill baby Hitler because I would just be so many things that would have changed. But maybe, like, Hitler right before he started internment camps. See, I don't think I would, I don't think I could kill anybody. That's what it is for me. Because I don't want, I don't want that responsibility, first of all. And second of all, I don't think you could do, no matter how good the outcome is, I don't think you could do something bad and say that it's good if it's, like, killing someone. Hmm. Everyone, I guess I guess it depends on your well, opinion of bad. Everyone who kills, I think killing people is bad. just want to put that out. Okay, yeah, but no, I mean, but like, anyone, he's a really bad person. Anyone who kills anyone thinks they have a reason for it. Like, Ted Bundy. So, I mean, that's a good point. I'm really just playing devil's advocate with you. had a reason for killing all these people. To him, it was a good reason. To us, it's obviously not a good reason. And I'm not. Yeah, so what's to say that we know that we actually have a good reason? We could just be another delusional person. Every- everyone else thinks it's crazy. Everybody has a reason for anything. There's always a reason for something bad. Yeah, you can justify anything. Exactly. So Hitler was justifying. And to himself, he was doing the right thing. And I'm not saying he was, but but to, and that's what it's like for us. So for you to be like, I would kill Hitler. For you, that's the right thing. But for other people, it's not. I mean, I don't know if I actually would. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Like um, for that purpose alone, and it's like it's kind of like this. There was an episode of like a TV show, like Criminal Minds or something like that, where the killer writes a letter to the sheriff and says, "I'll stop killing if you let me go free. If you drop the investigation and you just forget about it, and I'll move towns." But they might still keep on killing in another town. But in your town, in your home city, the killer has stopped killing because you decided to drop the case. Would you do it? And it kills. It saves the people in your city. So it would save all the people in New York City. But No, no, because it would still kill other people. So no, I would not drop the investigation. He wouldn't kill other people. What if he said he would just go into hospital? No, but how, why would I trust the word of a serial killer? I just, I mean, I don't know. Say you are, say you would. Maybe he's done it before. There's, no, it's, 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 we don't know if he's going to stop killing. If I knew he was going to stop killing, then. I wouldn't. I mean, they, I don't know. I would need, like, proof that he never killed again. And there was, I was absolutely sure that he would never be able to kill again. Okay, but it's like, it's but if I didn't have that, then I would keep the investigation going. Because why trust a serial killer? In the TV show that I watched, what happened was the guy, there was an old sheriff. He was on his deathbed. He told this young, like, FBI agent, he was like, like, a few years ago, I made this deal and he hasn't killed since. Once the sheriff dies, the deal's up and he can go back to killing. So he goes back to killing the new sheriff who took over for the old one. You know what I mean? Are you catching up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same letter. And was like, I'll stop it again if you drop the investigation this time. And he decides not to. And the killer goes on to kill five more people, including his wife. So if he had decided to take the deal, five people would still be alive. And his wife would be alive. But he wouldn't have gotten justice. But he decides to seek justice. Um, And those people die. Well, because... It's that that guy went back on to kill again, so but, who knows that he wouldn't, you know? No, but the thing is, is that he made the deal before, and he stuck to the deal deal for that long, and he was until gonna... he died. Though, who's to say that something might mysteriously so kill this other guy? Yeah, that's true. That's very true. But no, but he was old at that point. But what I'm saying is that, like, like it's far fetched, but like he was not gonna kill anyone. He ended up, like, letting him go. 
like going for justice and i think i'm the one who would go for justice rather than make the deal with a serial killer i'd be like no i want you to suffer for the rest of your life in jail i need to be free even if you're not killing people i don't want you to be free because even if they're not killing people i always struggle with the like serial like people who like either deserve life sentences or the death penalty they're like oh well let them rot in jail they'll suffer and realize what they did most like serial killers and stuff are so screwed up that they've justified it to the brim and will never think that anything they do is wrong but but i am also conflicted with the death penalty because you know i think that like i think that prison is for rehabilitation 100 percent like we have the worst incarceration that's what it should be for that's not really that's not what it is but in other countries that's what it is they have much and they have yeah not in the u.s less crime rates so in the u.s like in general it's already like kind of screwed up so it's like in the u.s yeah they the prison system is bad but that doesn't mean i'm gonna start supporting the death penalty because i don't i yeah or anything which is why i'm a vegetarian no i just think that we should incarcerate less people well yeah yeah i think that's that would solve the whole issue but in terms of killing people that's the reason I don't believe in the death penalty, regardless of any, like, regardless of yeah. any, like. Okay, so I know, I know I said, I know I said, like, only one more, but there's one that's very applicable right now and kind of controversial. Well, very controversial. <clears throat> Movement? It's because I'm talking So, so. Okay. Right now, coronavirus, COVID-19 is, you know, wreaking havoc on our world. Right. And the, the question is, so theoretically, we are staying closed down, quarantined, whatever, social distancing, because it's going to flatten the curve and it's going to kill less people and people are going to get sick slower, which is why it'll kill less people. But it will destroy our economy. Right. So the thought is, of course, when you just say it like that, you say, well, economy isn't people. It's just money. It's just our way of life. We can, our way of life. We can, we can figure that out if we're saving lives, right? That makes perfect sense. But there's more variables to that. The economy crashes. How many people are going to die or their lives are going to be really seriously hurt and unrecoverable, so they live in poverty. How many people are going to die and live in poverty? Yeah. Be- by keeping the economy closed, you know. So which do we do? Do we let it run its course as we? Do we let it run its course to bring our economy back and hope that that will save people in the long run, or do we keep interfering? And ensuring that our country just gets worse and worse socially and economically. Well, I think that overall, well, I think right now we have good enough programs that are feeding people who don't have enough money. And I think we have a lot of support programs, a lot of charity. And I think that the wealthy in this point in time, are they're donating a lot, which is true. Like people are donating a lot more and others and watching these charity events so i think that in the end we wouldn't need to we wouldn't need to like have a system like i think i think in the end it social distancing because people have figured out ways to work from home i think our like economy is gonna be okay from this well i'm talking the poor not because the people who had work they figure out how to work from home i'm saying 
if we're not good at accommodating that like this is this is a thought experiment you know it's not a political debate so it's pretend in our perfect scenario that the country is bad at coping with that and that people are gonna die from this depression and such a dystopian society with a bad government well i mean it's it's yeah so it's, like- it, it's just it's just it's not even like a crazy dystopian it's just the government isn't good at it okay it's just you know like the 1930s yeah at that, that say i would say stop the spread for the economy cuz people die from poverty all the time like yeah, but you're causing, you're enabling the poverty in your country. I know, but there's always, there's always ways that poverty is going to be enabled. Do you know what I mean? It's like po- okay, but so in this like one you're taking people. a very famous in this one you're taking a very different stance because you, in this one you are saying keep action. In this one you are taking action against it. No, to and you're the one causing people to die. Would like it's like you, you are taking you're that's taking action by putting it against it. If you didn't have it at all, you never touched it. That would be the non-action that you think, yeah, but um, it's not, you know, relieves you of responsibility. It's not always about relieve like relieving you from responsibility. It's also about what. It's not necessarily about n- not having responsibility. It's about not. It's not. It's about not altering things too much. So, like, and it's it's about what's doing is what's right. Like a sick. How do you know what's right? right? You can't say that. In both of those scenarios, people are going to die. So, really, there's no way to do right or wrong. Yeah. But because in both scenarios, a ton of people are going to die. I don't know the numbers. I don't know how many more people are going to die. But I don't think that matters. I don't think the amount of people that are going to die, going to die, like matters. So, like, to me, it'd be the sensible thing to do would be to stop the pandemic. Because once you can stop the pandemic, you can rebuild the economy. And then that cannot happen again. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Mm, but you, I feel like you also can stop the pandemic once you reopen. You, what do you mean? No, it's like... Well, you reopen, it's going to get widespread, but you're still going to be looking for a vaccine. You're still going to be trying medicines and doing antibody testing. So you're just going to be kind of overwhelmed, which is why more people will die. It can take years to find a cure. It can take literally... Yeah. People are dying so quickly. You could see how quickly people die from this virus. So it's like, ultimately, in two years, how many people would die from a very widespread virus like that could wipe out like a lot of the population i think less people would die from poverty than Hmm. i don't know okay so but you said the numbers don't matter it's about what's right how do you know what's right like right is a very very i don't know this one's hard this one's harder because it also applies more realistically yeah, yeah, this one's very, very basic. Yeah, realistic. but I, I, and also I think I'm influenced by the fact that, um, by the fact that, like, right now, what we're actually doing, like, we're actually containing the spread. And so in my That's head, I'm true. like, well, I mean, if the government's containing the spread, that must be, that. But we're not containing the spread. We're just slowing it because more people are dying every day. That's not containment. That's just stalling. 
Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. Okay. So I feel like we we've kind of beat this up. I don't I don't know if we've really talked about utilitarianism. I mean, I guess we kind of did. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not really about sticking to the subject. It's more about just having a good, well, no. well-rounded discussion. I totally agree with that. Now I gotta go finish making my denim shirt. Hmm. And Elle texted yeah. me, so I have to go reply to that. But Okay, sweet, dude. Okay. Well, um, How was this too? has been Lila. This has been Lila and Lee. And um, follow us on the Instagram handle we haven't made yet. Yep. And the Twitter one. Yeah, that one. That one. I don't know. Just like look up our other podcast periods in time. Yep. Okay. That's about our lives. So that's 